0: The answer is now. Oh, but honey, it's cold outside. It actually makes a great karaoke song for couples. And us. <laughs> I've seen couples really nail the harmonies on the, this song after a fair bit of mulled wine. Dina Martin, the daughter of Rat Pack crooner Dean Martin. Who, I can see what they did then. <laughs> who is the singer who initially made the song famous, weighed in on the debate this week saying... I know my dad would be going insane right now. He would say, what's the matter with you? Get over it. It's just a fun song because he was so sweet, she said. He would never see anything bad in that. He was great guy, fun guy, nice, and he wouldn't want to do anything offensive. But that wasn't Dean Martin. Though this has just been outrageous, it's a sweet, flirty, fun holiday song. There's nothing bad about that song and it breaks my heart. Pandora, do you agree with Dina?
1: I did a massive eye roll when I heard about this. Like the old fogies who go rather sadly is there anything left i'm allowed to enjoy in this world um aside from mariah carey's all i want for christmas it's my favorite christmas song baby it's cold outside so on a personal level i was behumbed i mean i get what the ows i like to call them overwokes are getting at he sounds a bit like he's coercing her she's like I got to go, and he's like, No, I'll stay here. But to be honest, I think that's placing a power on the words that isn't really there. I see it as, I know I should go, but this man's pretty wonderful. And he's like, I am pretty wonderful. And it's cold, and you're also wonderful. So stay, and we'll have a nice time. I think if we start calling persuasions or suggestions coercion, you know, I have to go home. No, stay out for one more drink. Then we're relegating 70% of Christmas parties and festive dates
0: <laughs> into really dicey territory. I think it keys into such a specific and nuanced conversation uh, that we're having at the moment about consent and I'm glad that we're having it the fact is as much as we like to be academic about the nature of consent it isn't as simple as modern discourse sometimes pretends it is it's all about specific context and relationships and tone and power there is a big problem with a song about a man harassing a woman who is blatantly not into him forcing her to stay at his house because it's cold outside it's obvious to me that that's not what this song is about it's about a push and pull a playfulness a sort of role play of seducer and seduced that is traditionally male and female yeah, that push and pull, the beautiful flirtatious kind of friction. Particularly when you put it into the context of when it was written and recorded, when a single woman often wasn't meant to be with a man unchaperoned. In the lyrics, she worries what the neighbours might think. It's as much about her desires as it is about his. The context and tone is so important. It's a bit like, and please forgive me if Sarah Pascoe's is listening to this because I'm paraphrasing and butchering her brilliant work because I watched it so long ago, but the comedian Sarah Pascoe did this brilliant bit about the lyrics to the Robin Thicke song Blurred Lines Mm. when you read those lyrics as this is coming from a man persuading a reluctant stranger to have sex with him, wrong, gross horrible, but what she said is like when you think about your boyfriend or, or your husband pinching your bum at a barbecue and saying I know you want it maybe kind of hot
1: I get a bit sad when things like this make the news, and it really did. It was all over the radio and the news shows and the panel shows and podcasts, because I just feel like it really dents much more important parts of the movement, to call grandiose on it, which are equal rights for women, consent, no harassment. Mm. This song,
0: not worthy of all that time, Mm. and I'm still going to play it. I think the question is, are we in a place culturally where there is room for all that sense of sensitivity to context, dynamic, and tone? Is it that women have been abused and violated for so long that we now have to scrap everything and start again? And that perhaps... Means that it's potentially damaging for a young man to hear the song, mis- misunderstand the tonal texture of it, think it's normalising the concept of forcing a woman into sex without her permission. Maybe that's what the concern is. That How
1: many men, young men, listen to "Baby It's Cold Outside" and get? I just. But think it's not. Gonna... It's not so much
0: about young men specifically listening to it and then having an idea and inviting a woman around that night. I just think there are much worse pervasive <coughs> cultural influences. I, I, I agree, but just just to think of the other side, I think. I think it's about cumulative. I think yeah. it's about the cumulative atmosphere that we're that we're trying to that we're trying to change. We're trying to change the weather. So, do you think we should ban baby? No, I don't at all. I think this is a, a hysterical reaction. But um, I do. I'm just trying to understand why people might think there could be, you know, potential disaster off the back of this. A line that many have taken particular umbrage with and I have to say often have felt uncomfortable hearing is when the female singer sings Say what's in this drink which many have said is a reference to date rape and a perpetuation of rape culture
1: but today's producer joel commented in that that in the 40s and 50s it was a very common line what's in this drink um about how strong it was it didn't mean that it was spiked or that it could be spiked and that the woman had to check it was quite a sort of fun flirty conversational patter you know mm. in the